Well, hello once again, and welcome to January 7th, which is day seven in our 21 days of prayer and fasting as a Riverwood family. Yesterday, we talked about obedience, and to do so, we briefly looked at Matthew 28, 18 through 20, aka the Great Commission, because Jesus tells us to teach new Jesus followers to observe everything I have commanded. Well, teaching people to obey God was clearly important to Jesus, but teaching was just one of three clarifiers that Jesus gave as part of one clear command in Matthew 28. The other two clarifiers are go and baptize. But wait a second, you might say, aren't those commands? Isn't Jesus commanding us to go and to baptize and to teach? Well, that's what I originally thought when I read the Great Commission. But actually, there's one central command. Going and baptizing and teaching are simply parts of the command. So what's the command? Make disciples. You see, Jesus doesn't just want his followers to love like him and live like him. He also wants his followers to leave behind what he left behind. And what did he leave behind? <laughs> Jesus followers. So if you are a follower of Jesus, then you are to help others follow Jesus. You are to go to them. You're to share the gospel with them through word and deed. And as they believe, you are to baptize them and teach them how to follow Jesus. In other words, you are to be a disciple who makes other disciples. So this year, would you pray that God would help you reach just one person? Would you commit to regularly praying, as in weekly or even daily, for just one person in your life to have their spiritual eyes opened and that they would find and follow Jesus? To do so allows you to obey Jesus, but it also could change the eternity of one of your friends, coworkers, neighbors, or family members. And from personal experience, I can tell you there is almost nothing better than seeing someone you care for place their faith in Jesus. So before we pray, let me read from the scriptures. Today's scripture passage is Acts chapter 2, verses 22 through 47. It's half of Acts 2. It's fairly long, but it's worth listening to. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves know, this Jesus delivered up according to the def definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope for you will not abandon my soul to Hades and let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Now, brothers, I say, may I say to you with confidence about the patriarch David that he both died and was buried and his tomb is with us to this day. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we are all witnesses. Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this 
that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus, whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. And so those who received his word were baptized, and there were added to that day about 3,000 souls. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Heavenly Father, I pray first that you would help me to know the gospel more and more in 2020. Would you help me to understand the power of Jesus' death and resurrection in a new way, a fresh way, a deeper way this year? And as you excite my heart through this gospel, would you give me the opportunity to share it? God, I ask that you would give me the joy of seeing one person this year place their faith in you. So right now, if you do not have a one, just take a moment to pray for God to show you who he would have you pray for. And if God just showed you your one, or maybe you already had a one, then I'm going to encourage you to pray something like this every day, or at least to pray it weekly. Uh, for these purposes, I'm going to use just a very general name. I'm just going to use the word Joe. But you could pray something like this. Lord, I pray that you would draw Joe to yourself. I pray that he would seek to know you. Help him to hear and believe the word of God. And I ask you to prevent Satan from blinding Joe to the truth. Holy Spirit, I ask you to convict Joe of his sin and to reveal his need for Christ's redemption. I also ask you to give me the opportunity, the courage, and the right words to share the truth with him. Lord, I pray that Joe would turn from his sin and would put all of his trust in Christ. Lord, I pray that Joe will confess Christ as Lord of his life, that it would take root and grow in his faith and bear much fruit for your glory. And it's in the power and the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.